Hi, everyone, and welcome to Focus Forward, an executive function podcast where we explore the challenges and celebrate the wins you'll experience as you change your life through working on improving your executive function skills. I'm your host, Hannah Choi. In the last episode, I covered the idea of failure and how it isn't actually failure. Many of our listeners are either executive function coaching clients or their parents. We know that both clients and parents of clients can feel like they're failing, both before they reach out for coaching and then even during coaching. But as we know, this isn't actually failing, right? It's just part of the process of finding what works. I wanted to explore this more and look at it from the perspective of someone who knows this feeling well. So I sat down with Jody. She's a mom of a young adult who is working on improving his executive function skills. He's working with an executive function coach. And Jody uh, also spent some of her time talking with families who are interested in coaching for their own kiddos. So I'll let her tell you more about herself and share her unique perspective on brains and parenting and just share her inspirational story about coming back from what felt like a huge failure. And just a short note before we dive into my conversation with Jody, this is our first interview for this brand new podcast. And as you'll hear in the first few minutes, we're still working out some of the audio kinks, but we're not seeing this as a failure. Nope. It's been an excellent opportunity to learn how we can make it the best it can be. And it's just a little bit of a bumpy ride along the way. All right, on to the show. Hi, Jody. Thanks so much for joining me today. Could you introduce yourself and share a little bit about your family's journey to executive yeah. function coaching? Yeah. So I'm Jody. I'm a mom of a young, well, a freshman slash sophomore son in college. Um, and I have a junior daughter in college. And um, my daughter actually has multiple sclerosis, which is an autoimmune disorder that attacks your brain and your spinal cord. So she got diagnosed at 16. So she was just young in high school when she got that. Um, mm-hmm. She was really high, high executive functioning. I'm, I feel like the only thing I can say I'm a genius at is executive functioning <laughs> and maybe empathy, right? <laughs> um, and, but, um, and she was, she's the same, but now she has MS. So um, she's, she's struggled with a lot of those challenges. Um, she's not the person who's in beyond book smart, um, interestingly enough. And um, my career, I work as a nurse and actually in an insurance company, but I work with our brain spinal cord injuries. Mm. So uh, I spent the last 10 or 11 years working with um, very closely with brain injuries from their original right acute out of the injury and through their rehab and, you know, throughout their life of the injury until they're, you know, outside of our claim and workman's comp. Um, So I have a lot of knowledge about how brains work differently and what happens when brains don't work the way they used to work. Um, And I have a son who has, was diagnosed with ADHD when he was very little. And the biggest reason why he was diagnosed with it was um, because he had a lot of trouble um, managing his emotions. So he had a lot of emotional dysregulation. I used to always say like, you you can't take him off the train tracks. You gotta let him know we're gonna be switching tracks, give him a little time, advance notice. And then obviously the typical ADHD stuff where, you know, they're, they're distracted. They don't focus. They seem like they're not listening. Um, so, uh, so my son who has the ADHD diagnosis is the one who is 
in, we're just about, I think, a year, somewhere around our year anniversary here with, um, I think we're just a, maybe a month shy of that with Beyond Booksmart. Um, and through his life, when he was little, it was always a challenge. I did bring him to a neuropsychologist who, when he was maybe in second grade, and she said, wow, he needs some help. <laughs> you know, he was, it was pretty, it was pretty significant, not you know, very significant. And so um, we did a lot with that. We tried to avoid medications. We weren't able to avoid medications. And, you know, he, he grew up, he got a better, better hand handle with his, um, with his emotions and regulating his emotions. And, um, but still all of the typical challenges that we see with our ADHD kids in learning in today's learning environment. Mm -hmm which is so different than my learning environment. We got to play yeah. when we were in lower grades, you know, they didn't get to play anymore. No. Oh, so, um, so he did, he, you know, we did all right in our school system. We're very remote. We're kind of out in the woods in Western Massachusetts and we have a regional school and great teachers and great education. Teachers were really committed to him and understanding his differences and helping us with that. So the school system was really great. Um, but when he hit high school, he was done with meds. He didn't like the way they made him feel. So all of a sudden we were in a situation where um, the meds were helping him and he never learned any tools. Uh. So we did a lot of tripping through high school as far as like falling behind, getting ahead, falling behind, getting ahead. He had a 504 plan where, you know, and, and I would constantly have team meetings. I would collect the team meetings, right? And sit down and say, why can't we all work together? I can't, I can't bring it home if I don't know what it is that I'm trying to, you know, doing at home. And um, so we got through it, but he ended up being a, on top of all of this, he, um, and, and, you know, as we see a lot, very smart, intellectual mm -hmm. kid. Um, and, uh, COVID hit uh, in his senior year. Uh, so he, we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. All of a sudden everybody's home. He lost prom. He lost senior trip. He lost graduation. He lost senior track, you know, just, and he lost his friends, which yeah. he's always had a hard time with friends. And um, he finally got this really great group that just really melded probably yeah. his junior year. And then he lost uh, that group of friends. Yeah. So we went into video gaming because that's where everybody was, right? We couldn't see anybody. So we went into video gaming. He had zero structure, time of day came and went. Um, none of those, no, nobody had structure, school, nobody knew what to do. There wasn't planned like it is now. They're a little bit better at that remote teaching. Um, so we, I kind of lost him. So we already had those struggles and then I kind of lost him. So hoping that college would be better. He dove right into college, into robotic engineering college. Wow. And, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Remote robotic Rem engineering. Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and they didn't really know. Yeah, know, they, they were, were figuring it out too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they really had a good grasp already, you know, on that kind of situation. But um, obviously, switching to everybody being remote, he was very isolated. So he went to his dorm and he didn't, he had a roommate who was never there. Um, and so he sat in his room alone all day and all night and had classes that he never attended because they were on his computer. Wow. And you know, so that's sort of where we went. And he failed every single class. Mm. 
for um they do quarters there so we do oh, and that's three- fast those quarters yes. are fast my grad school um i went to uc santa barbara in california mm-hmm. and it's quarters there those those yes what is it nine weeks or something goes by fast no it's um it's they i think it's seven, seven. or seven and a half it's weeks. not much yeah. Three classes, seven and Ugh. a half weeks, yep. four days a week. Yeah. I know you basically um, start and then all of a sudden it's midterms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by midterms, he still hasn't done any of his homework because it's only two weeks in. <laughs> right, right? Right, right. And so I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah, no I'll problem. Catch up. I'll catch up. Don't worry about it. It's all good. And yeah. not so much, not so much. Yeah. So he, it, and, and he wouldn't take help and, and our relationship started to get, I'm really close with my kids, um, both of them. And our relationship was really getting hurt because I was having to, you know, I was having to be the, the, I can't, I can't regulate his college and manage him at college and be mom yeah. without him just right. aiding me, right. you know, so yeah. it was was really really tough and um in high school I was looking for executive functioning coaches in the area right I never thought to that remote was yeah. an option right that was before COVID before we thought that way yeah. yeah we didn't think that way at all everything is better in person better in person and although it is better in person remote gives us some really fantastic yeah. opportunities like look at you and I we're having this conversation yes I know we're having a conversation we aren't that far away yeah. but we still aren't next door yeah. <laughs> So, so, you know, earlier there was really no executive functioning coaches out here and the school didn't know anybody. And, you know, he got, he went to like executive functioning specialty therapist, Mm. but it's very different. You know, you're a coach. It's not the same thing. Um, So, so the school actually said beyond book smart is not anything on our list. We can't tell you how it goes, but what I do know is we have kids doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's the only one I've heard of. If you want to give them a call and give it a try. Yeah. So that's how we got to. Ah, cool. And that's uh, a little history uh, on me. Yeah. I, I'm so glad for, for him and for you and your relationship that they knew about, that they knew about executive function coaching. Cause it's not, it's, I mean, first of all, that people even know what executive functions are. That's that's really common uh, when, when people um, like, if it ever comes up, like, Oh, what do you do for work? And then I tell them they nine times out of 10, think that I work with executives. And so oh. yeah. they're like, oh, I would have never even thought that. Yeah. And so, uh, so then I'm like, well, some coaches work with executives because some executives need executive function coaching, but the majority of our clients don't, are not executives. So yeah. So that's wonderful that they, that they, um, that they knew about it and were able to connect to. That's well, his, great. his school is really, the school is full of a whole bunch of kids on the spectrum. Hmm. I mean, and I guess you, maybe you probably see that at a lot of engineering schools. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, they have a whole department that works with these kids mm-hmm. for this reason. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that we were going to be okay because of that, mm-hmm. but then realized, I think maybe we would have been if it wasn't for COVID, but there was it, COVID just changed yeah. Right. Everybody, everybody, you know, yeah. they oh. just, it just blew up. Yep. Anything that was difficult yep. was so much. Oh, difficult. That's the story that I, I personally have heard from so many people. And I know my, a lot of my colleagues have heard and just other people that I've talked to. I was just talking to a friend of mine recently and she was just saying like, she felt like she had everything together. And then when COVID hit, she realized she actually didn't. It's so much of our success um, is built 
uh, is supported by these structures that we have, right? And so mm -hmm. when those structures are, are there and they're solid and they're working and, and um, we can kind of like relax into them, then it's like, okay, then I don't have to worry about all that other stuff. So now I can, I can, you know, I can like, the, the parts the parts that are challenging for me are not as challenging because I don't have to worry about all those other things. And so right. then when you do have to worry about them and you're, you've never managed them like that before. So like, you don't know what to do. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, that's it, the, that's the story that I'm hearing. And I think that a lot of us coaches are hearing from pretty much. Everybody. And I'm even seeing it. I mean, like I say, and, and I know what executive functioning is, right. Cause I work with brain injuries. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, what happens when everybody falls on their head, they hit their frontal lobe and boom, that's, yeah. you know, sort of, that's where it goes. But, um, so yeah, so they, they, they knew of it. I mean, that's, I spoke to them with those terms. Um, and they were like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. this place we hear, cool. you know, it's in Boston, mm -hmm. whatever. And so, and so here we are. Yeah. Um, but now it's just, and, and even some of the parents that I talk to now, because between the, his school, I'm on the parent Facebook site mm. on his school. So between his school and then doing a little bit of Leon's, I guess, liaison yeah. work type mm -hmm. thing here, mm -hmm. you know, just talking to other parents to let them know what my experience is. Um, it, it's just, uh, there are a lot of questions still about, well, it's, you know, remote and, mm -hmm. you know, we're already doing so much on a computer. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the remote can be successful? Mm -hmm. I feel like somebody needs to sit next to my kid. Yeah. And I'm like, these, these, these kids have been staring at screens for three yeah. years. <laughs> you know? It's nothing new for them. No, they yeah. actually don't know how to sit down next yeah. to a person. <laughs> like, Ooh, what are you doing? We're so close to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is actually kind of interesting, even, um, saying that because COVID, you know, I think we find, uh, uh, kids on the spectrum or not, not necessarily kids with ADHD, but my son mm -hmm. is definitely has his, his levels of socially awkwardness. Yeah. I mean, there are, there, he's, he has a hard time reading social cues, mm -hmm. but he's himself is very social mm -hmm. once he becomes integrated, yeah. very chatty and social. Um, but he, he was really hard to engage. And, um, initially with as parents, we were reaching out to, on Facebook together saying, my kids are struggling, my kid's suffering, my kid's not passing, my kid's depressed, you know, and trying to get our kids together, which was like hurting ants, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, when, you know, there's fruit all over the place, it was right. like impossible, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, sure. Okay. Well, yeah, Ma, I'll reach out later, later, yeah. or like later, yeah. later. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then finally, somehow I'm, pretty aggressive. So, you know, I definitely helicoptered that one. And, you know, it, there were a handful of us parents who did, and we sort of forced them to get together a little bit, a few of them. And, and what did they talk about? Mo are their moms? Great. <laughs> you know? But it was so hard to get them together. But now, now I'm, you know, there's still that conversation is still going on. Yeah. This is happening with COVID or without COVID. Yeah. And so I'm always speaking up and saying, look, you know, send me a private message and I'll let you know what's going on for me. So I've spoken to a lot of parents at the school and actually some of them directed here, but also just some saying, look, I'll have my kid reach out to yeah, yours. And, yeah. and I'll tell you, and, and I can say it's, it's has a, it's a direct effect from the coaching that he's been receiving as much as we're doing this coaching for a lot of executive functioning skills. Yeah. He is getting so much more confident mm -hmm. in himself oh. and aware yeah. of like hit 
who he is and that he's different and different is okay. And that's and, okay. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so he's reaching out to these kids. Mm. He's like, oh yeah, no problem, mom. And then I'm like, mm. hey, you know, gently, did you yeah. ever reach out to yeah. that kid? He's like, oh yeah, we reached out, we spoke, we talked, we're on Discord together and I've met oh. him for dinner. Oh. And I'm like, Oh my God. That's okay. so wonderful. So <laughs> yeah. like when I, when I think about working with my clients, my dream for them, and I'm sure like all other coaches feel this way or anyone that works with someone in this kind of capacity is that, is that when you're done working with them, they then take what they've learned and bring it out into the world and, and share it and, mm. and help other people. And what a great example of that. Well, let me tell you another one, which is, this is really like jumping ahead in, in sort of missing the point here. Well, I guess not missing a point, right? We're here to talk, but um, jumping out of the executive functioning, which I'm sure the people who are listening want to hear, right? But taking a pause on that, since it's kind of going in this direction, he, one of the parents I was speaking to, who was trying to get a feel for, you know, talking to me about, you know, what's it like to be, to have a kid in this. And, and, you know, a lot of parents are, you know, well, we have to sign up and for yeah. so many months and we're yeah. worried about that. Right. And, you know, we can Feels talk like about that after, commitment. but yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, my biggest thing is it, it takes six, nine, 12 months to create a behavior. So you got to commit for six yeah. months. <laughs> not magic. It's not going to work in three. It, yeah. It's probably not going to work in six. Yeah. You know, nope. <laughs> if you're here, it's because somebody's hit bottom. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> but, but with all that being said, um, the, the dad was like, would your son mind talking to my son? Because, you know, I can't convince him that this is the thing yeah, I'm willing yeah. to take the jump, but he needs to take the jump. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Never talk to my son about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he'll be home this weekend. <laughs> so, you know, I go into his room and I'm like, and he goes, mom, what? You know, like he's he my face. I'm like, oh, I got him. He's like, what? And so I asked him if he would talk to him. He's like, yeah, sure. You have his phone number. Is it discord? Yeah. So I give him his yeah. phone number as I'm talking to him. Now you're a coach. You've got to know. And anybody listening who has a parent or maybe is even in it themselves, perseveration, yeah. like, wait till later yes. is their yeah. common yes. denominator <laughs> yes. and he's like sure picks up his phone da, 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 da. What? what should I say no what way should I say? oh my god so I say something and he's like ah that doesn't really sound like me he sends this thing so then he shows it to me he's like what do you think about this I'm like just hit send oh my god hit oh my send gosh. the kid responds right back 15 minutes later they're on the phone and 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 I and I I had to share this with his coach because I think this is kind of exactly what you're saying. Like you're hoping that not only are they going to benefit from this and find a better way to find themselves their fit, their way to fit and be successful in this crazy world they've been dumped into. Cause we got to slowly progress, right? We didn't have executive yeah. functioning. We slowly learned the technology. They just woke up, were born into the yeah, technology. Right, they didn't get to like right. figure it out. Uh -huh. So he says, he's talking to this kid for at least 45 minutes and, you know, pacing all over the house and stuttering through his words and trying to get his thoughts out and all that. And eventually he gets rolling and he is the stuff he is saying. He's like, look, he's like, it's hard work. It's really, it sucks. It sucks in the beginning. And I, and I, and I, and I was at, at rock bottom. So I knew I had to do it because I, there was nowhere else to go. And I didn't want to, and I lied to my mom and I lied to my coach. And, and he's like, it's kind of hard to lie to them because they're in your computer and they're looking at what's going on. And he's like, you've got to share your stuff. If you're not going to share your stuff, it's not even going to work. Like, this is what he's saying, you know, and the, there's pauses. The other kid's yeah. like asking questions. Yeah 
questions and uh ahing, you know? And then he's like, you know, going on and on and on. It had to have been 45 minutes he was talking to this kid. And I'm in the living room in tears. Yeah, I would want to cry. The stuff the coach and I have been saying, you know, he's, it's coming out of his mouth. He's like, you have to be really, I don't think he used the word transparent, but he's basically said, you know, you have to be transparent. If you lie, you're only hurting yourself because guess what? They're going to find out your parents are paying for it. They're going to be mad. The coach is going to tell your parents, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got to let them talk to your parents. And he's like, look, my coach talks to my mom. So now my mom doesn't bother me anymore. (laughs) So let your coach talk to your dad. Let your coach talk to your mom. You know, he's like, let them all talk. And, but he's, but it was the, the coolest piece about it was he was like, it sounds like you really should do it. He's like, it's going to be really hard work. He goes, but you know, this, this is, this is, it's getting me through. I'm passing, I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And, um, what was one of the things he had said? I I can't, he was talking about, um, you know, that, oh, one of the other pieces he was saying, so the the whole lying part, I mean, we literally just went back through that, right? He goes, it's going to feel like you're not making any progress. He's like, I feel like sometimes, why am I wasting my time? Mm -hmm. I should just quit. Mm -hmm. I'm not making any progress. And then he's like, and then I think about where I was and I've passed this many classes I failed some classes I didn't lie and I got really ahead then I got excited and then I fell behind and he's like but and then the other thing he said which I could not believe is um you have to be honest with yourself I was like is this kid reading from the book (laughs) you know he's like you have to be honest for yourself and you have to ask for help oh my god that is so beautiful uh, right and and his coach has been like and we've both been like Kobe, until you, you have to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can't do it. Just acknowledge that this is your, your, he hates, he won't let me use the word pattern anymore because he okay. has changed. Okay. And to him, he doesn't have the same patterns, even though it looks that way to me. Okay. Um, wow. So, but he, it, it's just like listening to him say all the things that his coach and I have been saying over and over and over again, coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to keep talking to these kids because the more he says it, right? Yeah, the more it becomes yeah. real That's for right. him. For him, yeah. And he hung up the phone and he was so pumped. He said, I think he's gonna sign up. <laughs> and I feel so like he says, I feel like he's gonna get help like I'm getting help. And it feels so good mm-hmm. not to have all of that. He was a little so alone yeah. because I don't get it. I have executive functioning. I'm really good executive functioning. It makes no sense to me, you know? So that was, that was a huge off the track. No, Um, I love it though. And it actually happened. It makes me think about like, if you were to, if you were to, to check in with how you felt, like when you heard that conversation and think about back to when he first started and how you felt when he first started coaching like at like if you if if present day Jody could tell past Jody like beginning of coaching Jody what would you tell yourself I would say you're right to stick with it you know go the beaten path because when we started it was painful he was depressed I mean he has a therapist now and he has his coach and, um, and he has support group at school, like all these kids are now a support group to each other. 
And um, it was so painful because he started, he ended up dropping out the fourth quarter. He had to withdraw from school. So he didn't get uh, suspended for a year because he hadn't passed any classes. Um, And so he was just, he couldn't have been more bottom. And he looked like, like he looked like a cancer patient, the circles under his eyes, you know? And he said, he said, I I need, I I think I need help. And I said, well, and so we, we did some research. We had a couple of things that we were looking at in, in this from, you know, the school had, you know, recommended you guys, well, given me your name, not necessarily recommended. And, um, and so he was at rock bottom and he owned that he was at rock bottom before he just still kept thinking he was going to be able to do it. He was going to be able to catch up. He was going to be able to figure it out. And so we started, we started a little bit, he started a little bit of coaching, really got to know his coach and oh, they hit it off like oh, good. so well. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't need to go on to a second one or anything. It was a fantastically perfect match um, and still remains that way. But so he took a summer class. So, so he, the, the last quarter, he just sort of, he worked like regular job worked and worked with the coach and we just did sort of life skills cool. type stuff they did, he did with them. And then we started a summer class. So the summer classes were seven weeks Okay. and it was community college, but it was still seven weeks. And so was we it one class? class, one class, yeah. seven weeks, yeah. history, all writing. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, take that back. It wasn't history. It was psychology. Oh, okay. It was all writing. I think it's his favorite class he's ever taken. Yeah. He hates writing oh. and he, and he doesn't like to look at himself. Right. Oh. It was incredible. He got an A yeah, awesome. in that class, right? <laughs> so that was awesome. And then we roll into, but it was a great start. And then in the middle, he was crashing and burning. And then from that crash and burn, trying to catch back up mm-hmm. and getting an A, the, the teacher was so great with him, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly because the, the teacher really appeared to be really narcissistic you know (laughs) but it was the way he wrote the way he spoke the way his syllabus was written it was very it was very like I was like this is interesting but he loved my like the retrospect he just was like looking at himself and all of it yeah so but the painful part was as we went through those really as we got that we did the second semester in the summer with two classes I don't remember what they were, um, but uh, he ended up getting a B and a C in those classes, and that that was that's where today's Jody. I wish I could go back and just like tap myself on the shoulder and give myself a hug yeah, and say yeah. this is right. Stick with it because I wasn't sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. He was. It was. It was painfully Mm. hard for him Mm -hmm. his brain hurt Mm -hmm. he couldn't sleep Mm -hmm. he had headaches I mean it is a complete roto root of the way they function yeah you know it's it's it was it was so hard it was so hard to watch and I find that a lot of the parents that I'm talking to their kids are or at least they don't think that their kids need that much help Mm -hmm. but he needed that much help and he's he was working through depression but it was, he has zero executive functioning. He doesn't understand time. How yeah. long will it take you to get mm-hmm. this done? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. even how long does it take you to go to the grocery store, which yeah. he's gone to a hundred thousand yeah. times. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't know how to organize himself. He doesn't know where to start. He doesn't know how to, what comes first, what comes second, none of it. So it was a lot 
to learn a and lot, implement yeah. and get graded on mm-hmm. all the same time. Yeah, that is, yep. And, it, it, and he, again, he just looked like a very, very ill person. Wow. And, and I knew, I knew he had to stick with it. And, um, but it was very painful. Mm-hmm. And so for any parents who do go into this and, and see that, stick with it, yeah. support yeah. your kid, tell them they're doing a great job. He would consistently take one step forward and two steps backwards and one step forward and one step, you know, it was yeah. like, it almost seemed like he was never getting any forward traction, mm-hmm. but then he did. Yeah. You know, so um, what, like for you, how did you, how did you handle that? Like how, like what are strategies that you use for yourself to when you like when you saw him take you know like one step forward and two steps back or like how I didn't I didn't always handle it well yeah yeah I mean I I went back and said like as a coach it is it's it is so hard when you see that but they're not our children I mean sometimes they feel like they're our children but they're they're not (laughs) um and I know like for myself when I see a client who's you know struggling like that it's really hard and, um, and, and it requires so much patience and it requires like so much looking for these tiny little wins and recognizing like, oh, wait, okay. So we're like not doing well in all these other areas, but this one little tiny nugget of gold has been found. So Mm -hmm. like what, what, what did you do for yourself to get through that? You handed in one out of three homeworks in a week. That's yeah. better than zero out of three homeworks. I mean, that's what we were celebrating. Yeah, and that's you such a great You got example. up and went to class online live and didn't watch the recording once this week. As opposed went to, to bed at 10. Yeah. Like, this is what, like, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it, it was so hard, but for, and for me, I didn't do it graciously. Mm-hmm. So any parents out there who aren't, I would- <laughs> I would handle it horribly and and fall into my own patterns, which is, which, you know, we talked about before we started recording, I was watching this, listening to this other podcast one day and I was crying because I thought, oh my God, I'm the worst parent in the world. I have alienated my child trying to make him like me and and treated him like he was just a bad kid who didn't want, wasn't motivated or, you know, was lazy. They get these lazy labels. Mm. They don't have the skills. So, so I went back and forth, just like he did. I took two steps forward and one step backwards and one step forward and half step backwards. Mm -hmm. You know, I would support him one day and the next day I would get frustrated and be like, how could you not have handed in your homework? And so that's where the coach came in. Mm. Oh, and so how did, how did um, that change it for you? So I still communicated with, I communicate with the coach. Um, and so once he established a relationship with my son and he established a relationship with me and I was very clear with him, you need to call me out. You need to call me out. I don't, it doesn't matter if feelings get hurt. I'm not going to go tattling to you know, to anybody to say, you're mean, we want a new coach. I said, you need to call me out. (laughs) I need you to point to me and say, back off, off. not your role. Mm -hmm. And he did. And he actually had a very long phone call with me where I was in tears Mm -hmm. and he was just 
very honest yeah. and I appreciated it. And I think with our relate, he knew he could do that. I, I would imagine that you guys can't do that with everybody. Like some yeah. parents, you, know, you can't, right. you know? Yeah. And my experience actually, um, my, I mostly work with college and adults and, um, and the parents of the kids that I have worked with have in general not been involved. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, but it, what you said is so important how, like your like your coach, the relationship between the coach and the person being coached is so important. But the network, the support network of the person being coached in a lot of situations is a big part of it. And so you having trust and rapport with your coach, with your child's coach or, you know, or yeah. whoever, I mean, it could be your partner's coach. Like if you're an adult, if you're, you know, if you're an adult and you have a partner, the partner might you know, also need to be, get some reassurance from the coach. So right, it's right. It, it, depending on the needs of the people in the support network of the person being coached. So that's wonderful that you were able to get that. Yeah. So he's been fantastic. I, I didn't really think about that. And I know some of the parents that I talked to, they're just like, I don't really know what my son does, but I just found out that he's not passing any of his classes. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, Oh, yeah. I was you know but then that parent is like oh my god how could you be so into your kids stuff like back off you know so (laughs) and you know what like and there's no right way to do it and and what you said like about listening to the podcast and then crying and feeling like you know what am I doing like how much of parenting is this guilt right this like Mm -hmm. guilt that we put on ourselves no matter what we're not doing it right (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, that's something that I struggle with as a parent often. And, um, yeah. And it's, it's, you just hope in the end you didn't screw them up too bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, here we all are are here. We all are going to therapy. Yeah. 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 But, but the coach, I am, I am again, super close with my kids and, and, you know, you could label it helicopter parenting. I would say I am not the Nancy helicopter parent, but I am definitely in there trying to recognize where they need help and helping them acknowledge that they have Mm -hmm. deficits. And then I'm here to give them resources. Like with my daughter, she needed resources with coaching and soccer and she didn't really need, and we needed medical resources when she got diagnosed. And my son has been, you know, social environments, what kind of sport can we get him into where he doesn't feel like he's getting bullied. And I created a robotics program at the high school so that he could get into robotics and and ran that, you know, so that's the kind of involvement I have. I try not to like overly, Mm -hmm. you know, manage your schedule, all that. It's definitely what they want. And then I help them find the resources and move in that direction, but very emotionally involved with my kids. And our coach is just incredible. He knows how, that he can just, this is your role, mom. You know, uh, I talked to Kobe today. You've overstepped. You need to support him. You need to support him in this way. Yeah. This is the best way to support him. Not this stuff. Don't ask any of these questions ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah. These are your questions that yeah. you can ask. Right. This is your role in the supporting. And so I think that we've gotten there, really uh-huh. gotten there. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm very backed off and I'm just, um, my role is to watch his phone to make sure he goes to classes. Nice. That's my role. There you go. That's great. That's it. His role <laughs> yeah. is to have his fingers yeah. in his work, know yeah. what he's doing, yeah. you know, criticize or whatever it is that you guys do when they don't do the right thing and help to redirect them right. and all that. But it's, it's, yeah. um, it's really, it's just, 
and the parents that I talked to, some of them were just like, well, we don't need that much. I'm like, mm. then you don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If they're giving me what we need That's and right. they're going to give you what you exactly. need. And, yeah. Yeah. and one of the things yeah. I tell all the parents when I talk to them is like, look, your contacts are there to hear your honest, whatever it might be. And if you're a helicopter parent and, and you're doing too much, your contacts are going to say, this might be why this isn't working. Mm-hmm. It, it might actually be the coach. Yeah. We might need to work with you a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, yeah. or they, you might, it might not be a good match and you don't like the communication and they'll change that. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about you guys is you're like, if there's something wrong, yeah. you'll make it work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think yep. something that you said earlier made me think about a conversation I was just having with one of my adult clients and we were talking about trust and how, um, how so much of uh, going through executive function coaching is about trust and about trusting yourself and about trusting your coach and just trusting the process. And like you said in the very beginning, and which is something that I feel like I say like a broken record is it takes a really long time. And so trusting all of the parts of it, yourself and your coach and, and the process and, and, the tools that you try and, and everything it's, and that's such a huge part of it. And, um, ah, I forgot what I was going to say, where I was going with that. But anyway, (laughs) it's a big deal being able to trust. Well, I have one parent who at, at my son's school, who I directed to you guys, who has, I don't know where she's at right now, but she had gone to the matching coach matching process. And she called me and she goes, this is how it went for me is this, is this how it went for you? Mm. And I said, well, no, but when you were in that meeting, did you say, Hey, I I feel like you glazed over a, B and C. And that's really important to me. Well, no, I didn't know if I could. I'm like, well, yeah, you got to speak. You all have to be honest. Mm -hmm. The kids have to be honest. The moms have to be honest. I'm like, all them back, let them know how you feel. This isn't personal at all. If you, if you don't like your contact, let let somebody know that you need a change and this is why or talk to your contact about why you feel you're not a match these people are all about matching and functioning and and making it work and trust right Right. so if there's no trust even if they're they they did nothing wrong it's just not the right match Mm -hmm. or there isn't trust so they need to find a new person that there will be trust with and it might not have anything to do with either side Mm -mm. so so she's like Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to call him back. I'm like, okay. That's better than not calling back and just walking away from the system. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. you know, everything you're saying is just making me so glad that we're, that we decided to do this podcast because, um, it, it's, it, it's showing me like how valuable hearing someone else's story is and how that right there is such a huge part of asking for help. Like what your son said, you know, like, I think I need some help and, mm-hmm. and, and reaching out and asking, like, can you tell me your story so that I can figure out like where mine fits in, you know, and, and mm-hmm. what my needs are and everything. So that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, of course. I love, I, I, I was thinking about something else that you said, um, and you were saying you are really involved with your kids and but i was thinking about how you have you you really have had to be since the beginning with your son uh, being diagnosed so early with ADHD and then with your daughter becoming having such high um you know 
intense medical needs, you, you can't, you, as a parent of a child with, you know, that's medically fragile, you, you need to be involved. You, you, right. you know, you can't, you don't have the choice of, of being hands-off. So, right. um, so it, it doesn't surprise me that you continue to be like that because that's just how you have always parented. And thank goodness you are, because your son knew that he could go to you and say, like, I need help. And that you recognized it, that you saw it in him and you realized like something's off here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was worried before we even started, you know, so, but, but, you know, part of, part of my career and, and what I do, even on the side, you know, I've had a a couple of friends, one whose, whose son ended up, fell down the stairs in his twenties, you know, fell down the stairs, got a brain injury Mm -hmm. and, you know, the system right now, especially with COVID, you know, and uh, another friend who's, who's a good friend was dying of cancer. So we, we have these two situations where they're in the hospital system and nobody's giving them any information and they think that that's okay. So it's, it's sort of the same thing, teaching them, working with them as, as a, a case manager type liaison to help get their answers and move things in the right direction, get the person with cancer discharge home, mm-hmm. get the kid, you know, the right care and, you know, communicate the home needs and rehab and things like that. And just educating the family, do that with my kids. Like we all, that's, that's how I roll and that's how they roll. And everything is very, everything's very open in our family in regards to anything going on. There's, there's no issue. You know, my kids will tell anybody who puts them on a podcast. So go ahead and put my son on a podcast. My mom needs to butt out. (laughs) But I'm just like, look guys, you can't go from having all these years of needing me and asking me for help to all of a sudden, thanks a lot. We got this. I'm like, look, I need a transition (laughs) too. (laughs) I need that that too. (laughs) I need the transition out as well. And, And for myself, I actually have been working with a life coach to balance myself with all the stuff going on with my kids. So yeah. my kids growing up, not needing me, yeah. them getting all their yeah. own resources. My daughter's taking over all of her own medical care. Wow. My son has a coach who's taking care of him yeah. and a therapist. Yeah. So yeah. just finding that balance and finding me because it, me has just been helping these kids with That's all these right. needs. Yeah. Who are you? For 20 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, what do I do if I'm not helping you, if I'm not up in your business? And so when they're like, you got to get out of our business. So the the coach has, my life coach has been great. She's, she's got me to start reading again. She had me create a reading nook in my house and a little corner of my bedroom. That's like my no phone, no TV, no nothing. Moms, you know, and, and even my son will come in and he'll be like, Oh, Oh, you're in your reading, you're reading, reading nook. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. And how important yeah. that self-care is, right? And mm-hmm. and and when we are caught up in all the the busyness of of the challenges of life, yeah, it's it's that's like the first thing that we that I think a lot of people let go. And it's mm-hmm. probably actually the last thing we should let go, right? But right. it's so hard. It's so hard to prioritize that. That's wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. So great. We're all a work in progress. <laughs> it's true. We really are. And um, and I'm I am very I personally am very open talking about the things that I have challenges with. And I think that 
when you can be open like that and recognize like no one is perfect and everyone needs help in whatever form it is. It's, it's so freeing. It's so freeing to just be like, yeah, this is me. (laughs) Yeah. This is me. I'm not perfect. I need help too. And we're all different and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. We need to be different. Yeah. Otherwise, be weird. (laughs) Yeah. We'd all be the same drone walking around. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Um, Let me see. So what are you looking forward to? Like for your son, for yourself, for like, you know, I mean, obviously you are thinking about yourself in the future because you, you know, you got yourself a life coach and you're reading again and, you know, and you're taking time for yourself. But what are you looking for forward forward to? I, you know, I, my, my big thing is just when, and I just started sort of looking at like, what am I, you know, what does my life look like? And I think this happens with everybody who's, who's empty nesting even, but for, for my son and for my daughter, I mean, she is really moving in a place where she is, she's really taking control of herself, recognizing her deficits, understanding that she can't move as fast as everybody else. And she's really finding, finding her place and she's going to have challenges her whole life, even if she didn't have MS, you know? So she's really going in a, she's really gotten herself sort of in that direction now, which is exciting. And so I'm just looking forward to when my son Kobe is, is doing that same thing and he's moving in that direction. And and I think the first glimpse of it was, was this past week, listening to him talk to that other kid. I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. It's It's really happening. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no particular like check the box. Okay. It's been done. It's been done. I can move on. But there, they, I, I didn't think that it would ever be happening with him. He's just always just so I'm, I'm, his, his father is a lot similar and his father has to have a word divorced okay. Um, okay. for, we've been divorced for a long time. So, and, and he really has to have a wife and a secretary to be successful, uh, in that, okay. right? He needs the wife for the regular life mm-hmm. stuff and kids and, and everything else. And he needs a secretary because of the executive functioning, mm-hmm. right? So he yeah. needs the wife, not. And so my thing is, I don't want my son to need mm, a wife and a, because right, I'm sure that's right. a big reason why we, I would have to say we probably got divorced because for me, it felt like he was just lazy and wouldn't do anything. And I was doing everything right. right? Yeah. He yeah. needs that wife for yeah. that. And yeah. then he needs a secretary for the okay. job. So I want my son to not need that. Yeah. I want him to be able to give what he has to give to somebody without them feeling like they're they're giving everything, right. you know, and he's yeah. taking. And so, and I see him doing that. Already. I was just going to say, right he's on his way to that. He's already started that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, that's what I want. And, and it's going there. So yeah, we're sticking, we are sticking with it. Yeah. That's great. So, um, <laughs> in my, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and he, I mean, he even has plans as much as I think one of the things that you guys always say is the point is not to stay on forever. Right. The point is not to stay an executive coach with this person forever. It's to yes. teach them and tell them and let them go free. And yep. that takes a while. And it parents does. will ask me, how long does that take? Yeah. I'm like, it's just like my brain injuries. Everyone's different. Yep. Um, but it's going to take over a year. It's I mean, anybody, a lot longer really than don't think. have a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my son's always already like, okay, so when I've got this going, I still want to work with you on public speaking. Mm-hmm. I still want to work with you on better, healthy mm-hmm. lifestyles and activities. And yep. so he's 
already planning when I'm perfect. This is what we're going to work on next, you know? So he's really thinking into the future for himself too, which is so, Mm -hmm. that's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. How wonderful. Yeah, I have, um, like I mentioned before, before we started recording, I'm um, I am coming up on four years with um, one of my clients, and she's in eighth grade now. I started working with her when she was in fourth grade. And with my um, the session we had on Monday, it was just like the entire session was this gift of all of these things that, that I have been working with her on um, over the years. And she just like did all the things. <laughs> Like she tried something new and she was going to ask her teacher for help. And she, you know, she like breathes. She like, we're, we're working on breathing before, like during taking a test because she rushes through tests. And she told me I, I breathed before every question. And she said, you know, that was the easiest science test I've ever taken. I'm like, "Hmm." oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And it, and, and it's, I mean, yeah, it's taken a long time for us to get there, but um, it's just so wonderful seeing her taking these skills that she's learning and I'm, she's already thinking about, well, how can I apply them in the future? And that he's doing that too. It's just, you've like just turned a leaf. It's like you, uh, and there's possible you'll roll back or whatever. Oh, maybe, absolutely. Maybe not, but, absolutely. But, and how lucky she is to have had you for four years at that age. How lucky am I? I? Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's just, she is lodged in my heart, man. I, she is <sighs> just, She's just such a, an amazing person. I'm actually going to be interviewing her mom um, in a couple of weeks. And um, it's just, yeah, it's it's beautiful to see as a coach. And I imagine that your son's coach has has had a similar emotional experience watching him, you know, just mm. go through what he's gone through. And yeah. uh, how long has, I can't, I can't remember if, if you said this before, but how long have they been coaching together? I think we're just, we're, we're close to a year. Mm-hmm. I think we're just under a year because yeah. he, it was after he made it through three quarters. Oh, right. So yeah. finals yeah. are this week yeah. of the third okay. quarter. Okay. So, yeah, really and then it took me a couple of weeks to find you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're coming very close wow. to just a year, yeah. just a year. He's got a lot of work ahead of him yep. still, you know, and, yep. and his coach isn't going anywhere. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to let him go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like, you're staying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have such a respect, you know, like yeah. it, there's, there's such a respect. I'm just, I, what we've seen in a year, how hard it, it's so hard for him still, but I just, it's I can't so say this hard. enough yeah. where he's come already. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could look at him at a big global and be like, he hasn't really gotten anywhere, but that's just not true. He's off academic probation. He didn't get suspended. He, you know, like those, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and you mentioned in the beginning confidence and how, um, like that comes up all the time. Um, parents will say, um, you know, like, I just want my child to feel more confident. And I think, I think, feeling better about your own executive function skills makes you just, just, just naturally you feel more confident. Like I know for myself, like I told you in the beginning, I have terrible memory and, um, and I used to not use a planner or anything. I I wouldn't, I would just like occasionally write, have to do no to do lists and write stuff down, but I would just try to rely on my terrible memory. And (laughs) it was was like, not a great decision. That would stress me out so much. I have to write everything down and have, well, now I'm the same way. Now I'm like obsessively (laughs) checking my planner. 
but um, when I when I guess when I was in grad school, like when I was in college and high school and grad school, then I wrote, I did, I kept a planner during then. But then I think I just thought like, oh, I'm not in school anymore, so I don't have to have a planner anymore. But um, but my confidence just like went down the toilet because I I just started thinking, oh well, I'm just like not a good friend and I'm not a good partner because I'm forgetting these things. And then I realized, wait. <laughs> I just need to write them down and then I'm not going to forget them anymore. And, and it, it gave me my confidence back. And so for kids who, especially for kids who have challenges in many executive function areas, you can, Mm -hmm. you can imagine how that would erode your confidence pretty darn quick. You're a failure every minute of the day. Yeah. No matter what you do. Every minute of the day, he was a failure. That's what had me crying when I was listening to the other podcast. He was basically a failure constantly. And then he started lying because. Yeah. Right. He's failing. And so it'll get you off his back for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a protective, a protective uh, yeah. action. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. And, and like he said, you can't lie. Like how that's yeah. so wonderful. So he went from lying to saying like, you can't lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Not doesn't mean he's still not going to. And this is of a kid course. who used to never be able to lie. He had the worst <laughs> face. Everybody could tell, you know, he got good at it as he got further into high school yeah, and, uh, and yeah, it was yeah. a skill, but yeah. yeah, I mean, not to say he's not going to do it, but I'm just like, Oh my God, keep the kids coming for him to talk to, because the more he says this yes. out loud, yes. the more he'll stop before he does it because it's, you know, it's being repeated and it's being shared. And it's yeah. what if that kid calls him back later? Cause he said, you have my number anytime, yeah. Yeah. even if it's a year yeah. from now, give me a call. If you need me, mm-hmm. what's he going to say? Oh yeah. I lied to my coach the whole year now. I, yeah. I lied to you too. Yeah. You know, like, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It sounded good. Yeah. I think, um, I think, uh, like when, when I think about my client uh, that I've been working with for four years and I think about the messages that I've given to her over the years and it's taken a really long time for those to sink in. And I think like, like how you said that you want, that you hope that he, you know, continues to have those conversations with those kids and continues to say that because I think, whether we tell ourselves this same message over and over again, or someone else tells it like someone that we trust and that we, that doesn't sound like nagging or whatever, um, that eventually it does sink in and it does, mm-hmm. you know, it, you like, like she said to me, cause I've always said to her, you know, we're, we're just, you know, if you can do these things, it will make your life easier. You know, things won't be so hard. And, um, and we've, you know, we've been saying that for, I've been saying that for years to her. And she said to me on Monday night, well, school is still boring, but it's so much easier. <laughs> like, oh, yay. That is like, that is like the moment where you just celebrate. Yeah. And you, but I think just, you have to hear it. You have to hear it from yourself and you have to hear it from the people around you that you trust mm-hmm. again and again. And I think that's kind of why coaching takes so long is because it just takes a long time for those mess for you to like truly believe those messages. And mm-hmm. then once you believe them, you have to put actions with them. Right. So, right. Once you're like, wait, it works. Now you have to make that intention happen mm-hmm. over and over again. So, yeah. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. he's got all this great evidence that he can do things. 
And so when he does slide back, which he will, I mean, we all do, you know, like even you, an executive function master, I'm sure there are times where you're like, oh, I really screwed that up, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, We're not. Because of other things you don't prioritize, like whatever. And, you know, afterwards you're like, I knew better. Yeah. I knew better. But in the moment it felt easier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm so glad. That's it's just such a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing today Absolutely. and for sharing with the other parents. I'm sure that you have, you know, made um, such a difference. And like, if you think about if you can change one parent or not change one parent, but give one parent the confidence to hook their kid up with a coach. And then, and then that kid then has the success that your son is experiencing. And then he then goes on and talks to someone else. Like, that's wonderful. Like how, how many, the ripples that we create. So yeah, thank, thank so you many, for doing so that. So many ripples. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and, and that whole point is just parents get definitely some of the ones I've been talking to, and you've obviously probably talked to them too. Like some the timeline is really a focus for some of them. And I'm like, yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's expensive. It's, you know, it's definitely not like a, but you know, I just said to someone the other day, um, actually a friend of mine who was, who is interested in, in coaching. And, you know, we were talking about how it's, it's actually, it's an investment. It is very expensive, but it's an investment that will not stop paying off when you're done it, you know, it will continue to pay off. I mean, I know myself just like being a coach, like I, I have, I don't have great executive function skills, but I have, I have been able to, you know, I know like a ton of strategies. I know what works for me. Mm -hmm. And, and I continue to see like how challenging it is to keep them, keep up with it, but how in doing in doing it and in improving my own executive function skills, how it has such a positive impact on all aspects of my life. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, so great. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, and, and him talking to the kids, I mean, I just can't, like, you're right. It's the, the pay it forward mm-hmm. just keeps going yeah. and keeps yeah. going. And if one parent joins and sticks with it and does it and, the, the financial piece of it is it, I'm a single mom mm-hmm. and, and my son goes to a private engineering school and we don't get any financial aid. Wow. Like I, he gets loans. I happen to make just enough money that we don't get to get any financial aid mm-hmm. except loans. Right. Yeah. So you're like yeah. right in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle to pay it, but the, the reality is, you know, my daughter's treatment is like $300,000 twice a year and it's covered by insurance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if it wasn't covered by insurance, I would be in debt up to my ears yeah. because yeah. she can't be, your brain can't be decompensating. Right. She's 22 yeah. years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I feel the same about my son, you know, some for a period of time, it was a huge struggle. And sometimes I get caught up and I, the coach, my, his coach, knows that the extra time is always approved. Mm-hmm. He never would abuse extra time with my son. And it's always, I'm like, you need extra yeah, day. You yeah. need to, it's always approved. So, um, yeah. you know, for me, there is no dollar amount I could put on my child and you can't always say that, you know, you can only come up with so much money. Right. Right. Yep. 
but it is expensive. But I is if you can make ends meet and make it happen, yeah. it's worth it. Mm. In the end, lots of time, sometimes lots of pain, lots of patience, and lots of money. But it will always keep paying it forward for your kid or for yes. yourself. Always. So that's it for today. I'm so glad you're here and you took time out of your day to listen. I really hope that you found something useful and something that resonated with you and Jody's story. If you've subscribed to the podcast, you'll be getting an email with some resources related to today's episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so at our website, www.beyondbooksmart.com podcast. We send out an email after every episode with links to the resources and tools I mentioned. Thanks for listening.